Howdy, y'all. It's Yarns and Tales. Well, it is episode 14. We have managed to get this far. More techno gremlins in the works. Does that ever change? I mean, really? Well, last week, episode 13, uh, we talked about the fingerless glove long term. We took on the new stitch of rice stitch, R-I-C-E, also known as a moss stitch. This week, our new stitch is going to be Irish moss. If I said that funny, it is because my lips are chapped and do not want to cooperate with me. So, it's, um, if I sound funny, I do apologize. Of course, I'm Southern. I am going to sound funny. That's just, that, that is. So, like I was saying, today we're going to do an Irish moss. Now, the difference between the two I mean, there is, visually, here's the difference. Plain moss, it presents itself in a horizontal, vertical grid. When you get the pattern going out, it's just a grid pattern of single stitches. Very beautiful. The Irish moss, it's vertical, but the same thing. No, seriously. It's just a simple, it's the same thing, but on a tilt. And once you get it figured out, because y'all know how it is sometimes when you're reading, your brain just doesn't wrap around it until you get about ten rows in, and you're like, oh, duh. I get it now. So, yeah. But, Let's talk about the fingerless glove pattern real quick. It is, for mine anyway, I don't know how far along y'all are. Um, no, I still have not written it down. It's one of those, oh, we're just gonna lollygag through it. Um, okay, last time I had just gotten started on the stockinette portion for the hand. Okay. This week, I made it to the thumb slot. Yes, I am a slow knitter, but that's what makes it pleasurable for me. It's therapeutic. It's not a friggin' road race. So, I made it to the thumb slot. And now, there are two ways to do this. The first pair that I actually wrote the the pattern for, it did it so the thumb pokes out of the seam. So basically, you're doing a big old rectangle. This one is a different way I picked up. And instead of having a vertical thumb slot, I have a horizontal one. And it looks really nice. So I made it there, and I'm like six rows beyond that now. So it's um, it's slow moving. I don't usually work with small needles, size twos, because the project takes so long. 
Yeah. I like quick projects. It's just, it's gratifying. You know, it's therapeutic, gratifying, move on. So, for this one, it still looks nice, though. I mean, the, the natural bands of the yarn that I'm using, it's really pretty. Very Easter-y, springtime-y. But, I digress. That's where we are on that. Um, so, right now, I don't even have it named. It's in my, my notebook full of patterns called Fingerless Gloves Version 2. I amuse myself sometimes. So, anyway, that's where we are on that. Now, let's get back to the using up our, um, our leftovers and learning new stitches all at the same time. It's just smart that way, you know? And I've been messing around with mics. Oh, that reminds me, let me tell you. So yesterday, I sit down to get ready to do the, the, the podcast here. And my the new power supply in my computer is louder than the previous one. The previous one just up and died and said I quit. Well, this one is noisier. It's It's louder. So I I work around it, you know. So I got a different mic out of my husband's collection of audio podcasting and video podcasting gear. So, and I borrowed one of his uh, boom stands. And so now I got this different setup. And I finally get everything kind of set up the way I want it. And of course, my neighbors decide it's time to cut grass. And so I was doing this yesterday afternoon, and their riding mower is so loud, and it's a big yard. So it was actually louder than my computer power supply sitting next to me. So it was just a no, not happening on my podcast. So now it is Thursday afternoon. With the exception of the power supply being itself, which gratefully is working, everything else is quiet, even my cat. I'm not even sure. She's in the room with me, but she kind of slunk off somewhere to uh, to just enjoy herself. So, anyway, back to the stitch. The world seems to be letting me do what I need to do right now. So, get my little case here, open it up. I love making that noise for y'all. That way you know I'm not just sitting here talking out of my hat. <laughs> I got my stuff right here. I'm still working on a video version. Which I went and nabbed one of my husband's webcams and modified it because, well, I like messing with stuff. And so it actually sits on points at my desktop really, really well. So now it's a case of making my desktop clean enough to work at it. 
Y'all know how that goes, don't you? You're going to go sit out and do something, and all of a sudden you realize you have no room. Because, well, for whatever reason. Okay, just like with the plain moss stitch, we're going to do 24 stitches. Now, I've already gotten started on this one a little bit. And here's the fun part. This is the reason that you try to work samples of what you're going to do. Because 24 stitches using the same, oh, by the way, using the same yarn that I used for the uh, rice moss stitch. Let me see if I can find that sleeve. It was Oh, there it is. Which is the uh, Karen Simply Soft Shadows Collection. The color is called Marty Gray. So using a leftover of that one is what I did the first one with. Okay, 24 stitches um, made a square. I'm not going to count the rows right now. So I said, okay, so I'm going to do 24 with the Irish moss. And it is smaller using the same size needles and the same yarn this is the reason you make a sample it can be a pain in the butt but if you're going to learn something it kind of just makes it useful for oh i can do this later but anyway so with this stitch okay y'all remember with the moss it was based on multiples of two and you purl you knit one purl one knit one da 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 all the way across you flip it over and whatever you ended in that's what you started the next row with so if you ended in purl like you should have if you did even number which multiples of two duh right so we did 24, knit one, purl one. Actually, remember, I did purl one, knit one. I goofed myself up. But I'm, I'm rambling. My apologies. So anyway, I got to the end of my row, and it was a knit. So you flip it over, and you start the next row with a knit. And then you get to the end of that, and that one's going to end in a purl. So you flip it over, and you start with a purl. And this alternating where you literally, whatever one stitch was, you do the other one. And that was alternating rows. That's what you do the entire pattern. Simple, right? Totally easy. The Irish one. This one, it took a little bit of reading into the pattern. And that's when you go, I see it. Because for me, that's what it is. I have to... To be able to really visualize the pattern happening. And then I'm all over it. But until I do that, I'm a mad hatter getting ill with it. So this one, you literally have three parts to pay attention to in the beginning. But I'm going to simplify it for you. If you've not done this one, your pattern is easy. Ready? Okay, it's based on multiples of two, 
again. Simple enough, right? Okay, row one, knit one purl one, all the way across. Simple, right? I know. Duh. The next row, number two, and all even rows thereafter. You, you ready? You ready? You knit the pearls and you purl the knits. Doesn't matter. You just, whatever it is, you do the other one to it. You turn. Your next odd one, number three in this case. You purl one, knit one, all the way across. You flip it over. Now you're on an even row, correct? Uh-huh. It's an even row, so you knit the pearls and purl the knits all the way across. You flip it over. So now we're back to repeating the pattern. You, if you purl number three, then you're going to knit, knit one, purl one, and just start over. And this is what you do. And it's super simple. Right? Okay, now, you're sitting here going, what did this crazy southern chick just babble about? With this pattern, it's simple. Once you've done the, uh, the stitch reversal, knitting the pearls, and purling the, the knits, when you flip it over to the, quote, right side again, you do... Whatever it's showing you. That first stitch, if it's a knit stitch, then it's a knit one, purl one row. Once you do the other, and then you flip it back to the front side again, if that's the first one's a purl, then it's the purl one, knit one part of the pattern. But the even side, the even rows, well, those are just the ones that you change gears, if you will. And that's what gives it the diagonal look, is being able to do that. And that's what makes it really, it's pretty. I mean, you get this quaint little diagonal, and you get this, this stretch, and you got this texture to it. It's really nice. So, I'm scooting across on a knit one, purl one part of the Irish moss. So, this morning, I'm going to tell y'all, I had the greatest little bunch of yard cats outside. I go to feed them in my sunroom, because I got it set up where one window is anchored open. So that with the cold air, the cold weather, wet weather, I have a safe place for them to come in, eat, drink, nap, sleep, preen, and bring their gifts of love. If any of you have cats, I have a feeling you know what this means, don't you? My gift of love today is a giant mouse. Oh, yeah. 
I went to step on my, my rug exiting the house through my French doors. And one of my little hunters, his name's Eben. He's the one who loves to bring me snakes and mice and moles and frogs and lizards and, well, you name it. Today, he brought me a huge, pale brown mouse. Oh, yeah. I just did miss stepping on it with my bedroom slipper. And all I could do was just smile at him and thank you, Evan. That was so sweet. Because, you know, they're not doing it to be gross. I mean, any of you who really love your cats understand. These are gifts of love. Um, so don't get all mad at you, Critter, for bringing you a, a love token. For them, this is, they're giving you food. This is a very huge gift to them because they went out and worked for it. So I have this, and I'm not kidding when I say mouse. I'm not talking your cute little white, you know, teeny tiny kind of mice you buy at the, the pet store to feed a snake. This is more like the size of a hamster, but it's not a rat. I've seen rats. Rats are huge. But this is a mouse. And its tail is about six inches long. Uh, a deer mouse. I think that's what this is called because it's colored up just like a deer. With the, the brown on top and the, the white on the belly. Um, I think that's called deer mouse. It is sad when you start to remember the different kinds of and breeds of what not of critter your cats are bringing you. But hey, welcome to the south. Or anywhere that there's a field nearby. But... I love my cats where I tell them thank you and then I'll go toss it out in the yard. And half of them will go run after and chase it and then they'll play keep away from each other with this dead critter. Now, the unnerving part is when those critters aren't dead and you kind of find it on accident. Oh yeah, I cannot tell you the number of baby snakes I have found in my sunroom. They'll be eight to ten inches long. Non-poisonous, of course. But it's just a little unnerving, you know, you go to do something, all of a sudden there's this slithery little thing going and your heart stops for just a moment. And while your heart is stopping, the cats are all excited because the toy moved. And they go jumping after it, chasing after it. And you're like, really? Ugh. But that's neither here nor there right now. Okay, so we finished the 
knit row, knit one, purl one row. And so now I'm going through and I'm doing the purl the knits and knit the purls. Now for my sample piece for this one, I am almost two-thirds of the way through with it. But that's because I was practicing before the podcast. No, that's not called cheating. How can I explain it to you if I don't know what it is I'm doing? You know? Then it makes it easier for me to run my mouth about silly things like love tokens from your kitty cats. I know, it's funny, right? So, here we go. Oh, my husband traded his truck in. I know y'all just wanted to hear that, didn't you? You know, that this is part of the Tales edition of this web, this uh, podcast. No, he, uh, he traded his truck in. And he got a little car, a little Ford Focus. He, tra- he, he went from being a, a redneck to a geek. This is a nerd car if there ever was one. It syncs up your smartphones and it talks to you and it gets really good gas mileage compared to his truck. Nearly twice as good. So, you know, with the price of gas and everything. And his new job takes him, you know, it's a 30 minute, 35 minute drive one way. So... He traded in his truck, his his big old Nissan, and he got this little Ford Focus, jet black, and it is total nerd car. I mean, it syncs it up, and it plays his podcast for him, and it tells him what his current gas mileage is, how much, how well he's doing, and he's liking it more and more. And for a small car, it does sit pretty good. Um, my boys were unimpressed, kind of. Okay, my oldest was unimpressed. My second son was not bad. They're both the, the, the geeks in the house, too. My daughter was like, it's got some get up and go. This was fun. She still wants an old-fashioned truck, thankfully. Seriously. The girl is old-fashioned in that way, and I am so on it. Anyway, this Irish moss stitch, let's get back on topic here. I want you, you know, if you're going to play along with this little game of mine, of leftovers and samples to learn new stitches, this week, you know, finish this up, make it into a square, bind it off. Next week, I haven't decided what the stitch will be next week. But of the ones I've got written down, we got about 13 to choose from. So I'm not sure yet, but we'll have fun doing it. Because that's what it is about yarns and tails. We play with yarn and we talk some tall tales. And we have fun in the process. So with that, um, if y'all want to find me, my website is www.revlee.me. That's R-E-V-L-E-A dot M 
E. That's my website. You can go from there to find me elsewhere. Um, I guess that's it. I really do. So, y'all get on it. Y'all have fun with this stitch. Check it out. See where you can use it. Play with your, your leftovers to make room for the new stuff. Because you know what? Sometimes you just got to get the leftovers moved. So you can have place to put all those fabulous new yarns you know you want to go out there and get. So, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. Bye.